So, um, I should probably press that record button, shouldn't I? Yeah. Probably. Joke's on you, I pressed it before I said that. Oh no. Darn! <laughs> you mean I can't whisper murder at you? I mean, you still can. Murder. <laughs> That's more the Kobold campaign. Yeah. But True. possibly this one as well. Who's to say? Uh, that otter over there is looking not suspicious at all. Hello, everyone, and welcome <laughs> to Cause and Effect. This is a homebrew Dungeons & Dragons campaign. My name is Crash. I'll be your DM for the evening. Tonight is episode 5, Serenade. Tonight, I'm joined by a bunch of awesome people, including Beth, Ellie, Yo, Jen, and Tom. What happened last time? A water slide? There was, in fact, a water slide. Yes, you're absolutely right. Um, one of you had a lot of fun with the water slide. The otter. Yay! <laughs> Although I think you rode Tex like a bobsled all the way down. I did. Well, there might have been some sharp rocks there. So, you know, let the one made of metal deal with that. <laughs> That's what friends are for? You <laughs> <Pretty> much. <laughs> friends are for the shopper. Wait, no. No, I don't like where this is going. I have too many friends, and there are sharp rocks out there. Most likely at the bottom. Oops. Right after we go over a huge waterfall. Oops. Uh, but yes, uh, what happened last time was you defeated a big bad, not the big bad, but a bad thing that was apparently trying to build a transporter device of some kind. It wasn't finished, it wasn't functional, and you didn't know where it went. So you decided, we're just going to leave this here and go through this convenient door over uh -huh. here. And then you met the train. We did not stick around to say hello to the train in um, close proximity. We skedaddled no. back through the door. Chadrick almost did when Chadrick teleported in <sighs> and there was some convincing necessary. I don't know if it was um, just in character for Chadrick or if Chadrick's player did in fact have that bad a day. Um, I Column A and column B perhaps. But Chadwick uh -huh. was convinced to get out of the path of the oncoming light. It was not at the end of the tunnel. In <laughs> fact, if you go around the tunnel long enough, you realize the tunnel's a circle. Uh, so there is no end to it unless you stay put, and then that's your end. But eventually, Especially once the train gets there. Yes. Uh, but eventually, by going down the tunnel and exploring various rooms, you found an area that had been eroded away by an underground river. Much fun was had. Some rolls were made. Some rolls were failed. <laughs> Some enjoyment was to be had, either by the players or the characters, or a combination thereof. Damn. And then you had a splashdown in a small pond that also has an outlet of a small river because you can't keep putting water into something. It has to go somewhere eventually. <laughs> in an incredibly large canyon where the floor is made up of somewhat level cubes, but not really level. And as you look off in the distance, the source book that I'm using refers to this chamber as the grove. And in a way, it kind of is, because you have a lot of objects that are all standing on a single point each that are sort of like swaying and moving in an unseen breeze. And it kind of looks like a grove or forest, but they're all platonic solids. Nice. So... Yes, I imagine that the source book was expecting this particular adventure to be played on an actual tabletop and have the DM just take their entire dice collection and pour it out onto the table and say, this is what you see. <laughs> that is not, in fact, what we're going to be doing, though. 
Um, Someone has been gambling with the, de- the universe, or at least planet. To be honest, that's not entirely wrong with the origin of the setting. Hmm. Either the original source book version or my own modified version to fit my homebrew. So, um, and off in the distance beyond the grove, you can dimly make out a, a glowing light. And there is this, for want of a better word, music that is pervasive throughout this chamber. It Tiny doesn't... bubbles. <laughs> I am one with the force. The force is <laughs> Come on, you know Don Ho exists in this universe. Probably in Plantain. Mm, Almost certainly in Plantain. (laughs) And Mo probably invited him. (coughs) But in any case, the music that you're hearing is that there's some low tones, there's some high tones. It's almost relaxing except for the occasional rumbling booms that aren't quite like thunder. Imagine if you slowed down techno and or trance music, but not necessarily in a good way, or or you could, I guess you could get used to it, or no, it's a little too awkward. This is... Well, I think it's neat. Avant-garde. Or maybe retro. Like really dreadful, slowed down Radiohead? Ugh. (laughs) <laughs> it's been a very long time since I listened to a Radiohead song, so it's not... <laughs> yeah, I can hear that. <laughs> and pants and boots and... Pants. There you go. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> Maybe if you combined Radiohead and Adam Ant. Ooh. Would that be Ant-Man? Radio Ant. Ant-Head. That too. And then there's the cover band for it, Uncle Head. And I can only assume that the word bubble that was added for Mo on our map was done by Ellie. And well, maybe. Played. Well, it's right next to the Frog of War. I, I like how the map that we're not even using it for combat right now is just apparently only being used for puns and memes. I just kept adding rhymes. That's good too. <laughs> I particularly like how um, we have. A the kobold next to a different A. Oh no. Poor A. Be right that back rolling up the fonts. You know he's level 20. The question or at is least he class. says he is. Does he have class? Well, whichever class lets you jump over a shark while skiing. <laughs> anyway. Rock. So there was some discussion about what you were going to do briefly. It was off camera and we weren't all here for it. But the thought process was either you can advance in the direction that you think the singing monolith is in, which not much of a hard guess in this case, or you could try taking a long rest here. You do have somewhat cleanish water. It could be a good camping spot, good as any, but you also don't know what else is in this cavern. I vote we try to take a long rest. I'm out of inspiration. I agree. Let's rest while we can. I'll keep All right. I don't need to rest. Oh, caveat, while you don't need to sleep, mm-hmm. you do need downtime. Right. So you well, would I'll be able down. to keep watch while doing that. But <laughs> Right. <laughs> I'll just sit somewhere and monitor. Yes. Server maintenance. Server maintenance. Powering yeah, down. <laughs> kind of. Defragging hard drive. Zero percent complete. <laughs> Oh no, we're Zero going to com- be here for four hours. 0% complete. 
Well, four That's hours a long is a long rest. Well, yeah. yeah. Okay. 0.0000000001% complete. Wait. That had two points in it. Error found. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot be resolved. Contact administration. Restore. I abort, think we will retry. not contact administration. You go to no. push the OK button and the OK button moves. The, the point is... Yeah. We are trying not to contact administration. I get the feeling that they're trying to keep administration from talking to us. <clears throat> who is administration? If you ask to speak to the manager, who will you encounter? Well, I mean, who did the programming? They're not around yet. Or are well, they? Well, or are they? That's the whole thing. They probably don't know what they're doing yet. Probably. Which is probably good. But, you know, makes it hard to contact administrator the wonderful thing about having a game that starts with time travel is verb tenses are wonderful confusing things if we contacted administrator we'd probably get chroma oh no oh yes oh wow (laughs) (laughs) okay i suspect more than one person has done their best to convince chroma to not come down to the singing monolith yeah and if possible there have been serious attempts to prevent Chroma from being aware that there is a singing monolith. Hasn't Chroma mm. been inside the singing monolith? Yes, but Chroma wasn't told that the location Chroma was in was inside the singing monolith. Chroma was just told it was a domain of dread. That's fair. Anyway, while we're talking, you can go ahead and... Pre- um, actually, no, don't press that long rest button yet. Before we press that long rest button, I need someone to roll me a d10. I think right. I rolled the last time, so... I'll roll. I'll roll. 1d10. Mm, I'm typing something in, but Discord's feeling laggy. I see okay. Tex rolled a 1, and Tex rolled the 1 right before Eo rolled a 2. Oh, I don't see Texas at all yet. Well, it it's because um, Tex rolled in D&D Beyond. Uh, ah! Yeah. So did I. So I think I got a 4. Check. I say we go with the highest roll. I say we go with the role that's that's least tr- problematic for the PCs. <laughs> well, I saw three rolls. I'm going to roll a 1d3. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm going to pick that particular role. Look at my encounter table here. Let's see. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. <laughs> There's multiple entries here where I actually put nothing happens. Oh. Unfortunately, That's you- good. Tex is not allowed to roll whatever die that was to get you a wow. 30. I saw that one. What What did Tex roll? 230. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was just wondering what would happen. <laughs> well, yes. And now you know. That's why I type things like that in chat. So, nine failures, 14 threat, and... Only one despair. I demand a reroll. Um, <laughs> so, based on the conversation that we've had so far, which there was some planning going in there somewhere between the banter. Uh, Mac, I believe you were standing first watch? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Um, well, for the most part, it's a boring first watch. You can you know, work on macrame or whatever you, your hobbies are uh, while... The hey, macrame. <laughs> it's not macrame. Um, the, They're the not bio- macrame or tabaxi. <laughs> what about macaroni? 
feed the macaroni to the tabaxi. <laughs> okay. Well, that that might in fact be breakfast, but we're not there yet. Um, okay. So the biologicals are tossing and turning in their sleep, or what you know, whatever they're doing. There might be some light snoring. I'm not going to decide who's snoring and who's not, um, or what decibel we get from each particular character with their snoring, or whether or not they are in fact snoring like Curly from the Three Stooges, which is of course the best way to snore. I can hear that too. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm not going to say it's from text, but it'd be super funny if it was from text. It's just an audio recording that text plays to fit in. Um, no, I am not. I'm not saying that's canon. Uh, although you do notice that Hobby is slowly moving towards the edge of camp. Like Hobby is clearly not awake. Hobby is not getting up and sleepwalking. It's just that as Hobby moves in his I grab sleep, her tail. There is some resistance as Hobby continues to toss and turn ever so slowly in direction away from the party. I'm going to walk over and try to get in front of Hobby to stop that action. So at this point, everyone who has encountered a cat has seen a cat drape over a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is the natural state of cats to be liquid in some way, shape, or form. And Frequently hobby drapes over cavil. Even thousands of years in the future. Which is where the you're The timing from. of that. <laughs> yeah. You have all encountered a cat or cat-like creature at least once. Hello, hobby. <laughs> that has managed to drape over things. But rarely have you seen a being drape horizontally as opposed to vertical draping. And this is what happens... As you stand in Hobby's way, and Hobby flows around you until whichever end is heavier, I don't know which, flows off in, an, in the direction that Hobby has been going in. Okay, that's not good. I'm going to gr- try to... I, this is not any kind of speed, I assure you. Yeah, so I'm <laughs> going to try to keep, up, to keep up. And, no, I'm going to try to keep up and see what's under uh, Hobby that I cannot see right now. We're, we're not there doing... must be something. We're not doing feet per second for measurement. We're doing right. seconds per foot. Okay, so I'm going to like just see, like, well, if, if Hobby is floating in the air, there has to be something underneath. No, Hobby's not floating in the air. Hobby, okay, then... Hobby is currently on the ground. Tossing Hobby's and turning. And... Over there. Oh, rolling. Yes. Hobby yes. Is, is tossing and okay. turning and, and just sort of tends to toss and turn a little too much and, you know, flop flop and the flops keep going in the same direction okay so in that case i'll stand in front and try to like block the uh and then it's flop flop against my, your yeah. your feet feet and, yeah and that's until fine. the until the flops sort of sort of spill out and keep flopping along i gather well <laughs> detect magic oh everything Devil, are you awake yes i was sleeping on top of hobby mm-hmm. well for a certain amount of time and then, then I was moved. not. <laughs> but yeah, and now everything it's cool. here is magic. The floor is magic. A lot of the stuff you have on you is magic. The walls are magic. That grove over there of dice is magic. Um, the contents of Hobby's pockets are magic. That ominous figure over there walking towards you is magic. All of this is magic. Ominous figure? Ominous oh, figure. Did I not mention them earlier? Nope. No. Well, yeah, there's an ominous figure over there slowly walking towards you. They stand out a bit Probably more nothing. because Detect Magic made them glow. Ugh. Can't you be possessed in the morning? 
Is anyone going to wake up the poor snog snoozing cat? Well, if you're under my feet, I'm going to like jiggle my foot against you a little bit and be like, um, hey, <laughs> kind of time to wake up now. Yeah, Let's you, go. You want the armored boot to be the one waking up the cat because. Just gently, you know. Yeah. Like, hey. You kick me? You kick no, me? No, you just no, I'm like just nudging something. like you're on top of my foot and I'm kind of like moving yes. it under you like um wake up you, you know? kick up he likes the football no that's a different action <laughs> this is trying to I'm be not requiring an attack roll <laughs> you haven't heard of the me yet oh no you haven't heard me yet okay we gotta do you kick me yet uh. <laughs> like the Football. <laughs> Jail. Jail for mother. Jail for 1,000 years. I am missing the context entirely, and that's okay. I am giving you the context. That is the context? Okay. Oh, wow. This is, that's the context. Oh, this. This yes, right here. Okay. Yes, yes. Let's see. Okay. Now I see it. <laughs> I understand now. <laughs> <laughs> like the football. Oh no. <laughs> okay, well, not intending to football you across the room, but enough to wake you up again. We probably need you. Okay, so at this That's point, right. I'm going to ask everyone to roll for initiative. Okay. Even Javi? Yes. Okay. No, I, didn't, I didn't roll very well. My, I got a 12. There's my initiative. I got my a five. five. I'm still mostly asleep from my sibling slash pillow rolling out from under me. <laughs> 23! 12. Of course the possessed person got the 23. Oops. He's not possessed. He was just rolling along the ground towards an she. ominous looming figure. That's all. Hobby, That's Hobby prefers she. Hobby prefers she. Oh, it's unclear right. whether this means anything with Hobby. I mean, Hobby's gender is probably actually cat, but... <laughs> Hobby's gender is tabaxi. Cavill's gender is problem. <laughs> Hobby, yes? you are aware that a robot has been gently prodding your stomach with its foot. You kick Hobby like the football? No, I'm also, waking you up because of that, and I point towards also, the Also, creature. you are aware that you are not currently in camp. You are uh, like 20 feet away from it. Oh, that's a problem. All right, well, up, we up, had up, a wonderful moment of Hobby slowly rolling away. Yeah, that's right. And Mech trying to stop Hobby by just standing in front of Hobby. Mm -hmm. So I would say maybe about 20 feet of travel over all okay. of that. Well, if I can convince Girl. the cat to go back the other way so we can all meet up and take care of whatever the glowing thing is, that would be Burning good. Cats. It's glowing for Cavill because Cavill cast Detect Magic. Ah, all right. So it only... Did Tabaxi no get... See it? Or... Well... If Cavill's pointing it out. Ah, okay. Aww. All right, so then I'm just going to try to convince the cat to go back to the group. Okay, Dark vision, 60 is, feet. With, with Hobby's um, roll of 23 for initiative, oh, Hobby yeah. gets to decide what Hobby's doing right now. Oh, okay. Hobby is looking around to see why someone has been kicking her like the football <laughs> in her sleep. It could be that ominous looming figure over there that looks kind of like the Borg but take a zombie and turn them into Borg. That's that's pretty close to Borg anyway, you know. Or are we talking like rotting zombie? Rotting zombie. Ew. Okay. The 
result for this is probably going to be the drawing of the daggers and bounding over to place Hobby's self between Cavill and the undead horrible zombie thing, because that will give Cavill time to wake up and Eldritch Blast it. Okay. Would like to be between and not engage yet. Okay. Um, hey, so wake up, wake up, you... everyone, wake up! So if you take a look at the non-joke-filled portion of the map... Oh, yeah, that'd be a good idea, wouldn't it? Yeah, probably. Yeah, okay. I did say earlier we weren't using it because we weren't in combat, but then... Right, right. But now we're in combat. Multiple people rolled D10s for me. Yeah. And you combine oh. them all. No, I did not. I picked one of them. Oh, you Friend. picked one. Okay. Okay. Have no. <laughs> wake up, and wake I'm up. Danger, danger, danger. And I apologize I'm awake. for misgendering Hobby because I was thinking of the original that Hobby is named after. Oh. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Hobby, I, had I have twice Bob's your hit points. Literally twice your hit points. Yes, sir. Also, Hobby is going to fluff up all of her fur and hiss at the oncoming zombie Borg. Okay. Hiss, hiss, uh. hiss. So I'm going to name this zombie Victor hmm. um, because I am not done with puns for the evening. They are going to move forward and take a swing at Mech. All right. That's so, a fast-moving zombie. Well, no, they're not technically a zombie. They, they are some kind of undead. They are a rotting corpse that seems to have been heavily augmented with all kinds of machinery, not all of which seems to be functional. It's like... Someone glued some gears on it to call it steampunk or, or whatever. Mm. It um, looks like an artificer cast animate dead. <laughs> that is incredibly apt. Oh, no. Oh, wow. Anyway, it reaches towards you with mm -hmm. um, one mechanical device encrusted hand. And I'm going to say a 10 does not hit you. Um, no. Armor class 16. <laughs> um. So it swings at you with one hand. That doesn't do much. Nope. And then it swings at you with the other hand, which is mm -hmm. longer because instead of a hand, it's just got a blade at the end of it. So maybe that's the problem. It didn't have the reach. Mm. Okay. Uh, that's a 23. Yeah, that's going to hit. Ouch. Uh, that's going to be six points of slashing damage. Okay. Write that in. All right. Got it. Next up is Stonebrook. <laughs> Stonebrook is going to rush forward to get next to it if possible and slash at the fleshy parts if possible i think we've established that those are quite possible things for you oh only seven uh seven is unfortunately not going to do it uh i have a bonus action correct yes um can i disengage to the left like over here is that still going to give it an attack of opportunity I see your character uh, yeah Oh, wait. well, if you're disengaging as your bonus action, then it doesn't get an attack of opportunity. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm just getting out of range. Makes sense. All right. Its arm grows five feet. No, it doesn't. <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> you slide five feet towards it. The ground moves underneath you. No. No, it does not happen. <laughs> or does... No. No, it doesn't happen. What does happen is we have Texas turn. I Astro, will... push to talk? <laughs> Sorry. Move around it. I like how... I'm sure you moved around it, but on my map, it just moved the text icon to where you wanted it to be. 
So it looked like you walked over Mech and Victor Borg. <laughs> yep. Tromp, 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 tromp. Stepping stones. <laughs> you learned it from watching Hobby. Uh-oh. You got to work on the draping, though. Anyway. Uh, I'm going to hit it with a hammer. Roll for Yzma. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, a, 13 13, hit? Um, a 13 means you did not have enough pushes to mail it to yourself. Okay. I am going to expend a superiority die to add 1d8 to my roll. How about a 16? You have sufficiently hit the thing. Hooray. Oof. I forget, I forgot how much damage a maul does. All right. 12 points of maul damage. Can I only spend one superiority die per action? I honestly don't remember. I think so. All right. I'm just going to leave it at that then. Okay. So it, it took... Uh, sufficient amount of mall damage. Uh, the problem was the clairs. There were a lot of piercings in there. Mm. <laughs> so that was a bit of a problem. Cattle. Okay, okay, okay. I'm up. I'm up. Five. Enemy, ten, over there. Fifteen. Cavill sort of scrambles up and half staggers forwards. You and do a very good impression of Victor Borg ha with how Victor Borg moved around. Great. It's part of my bard skill set, doing impressions. Dang it, inspiration. <laughs> Alas, I had it already. Then you get nothing, except And I cast Healing Word on Mech. The word might be, oh, crud. I'll take it. <laughs> One moment. Uh, come on, Discord, let me roll things. No, not slash. Oh, you're healing, not slashing. Um, Depends on if go? it's surgical. And mech heals for seven points. Seven points, okay. Let me find where my computer put my character sheet, because <laughs> it just kind of went. I'll reopen it. Oops. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the <laughs> don't the last know. time we had a session where I thought I had closed a very important document... I still had it open. It was behind all of my other windows. Oh, that but, could um, do it. I'll just yeah. bring it back. Hang on. Yay. Okay. Hang on. All right, I'm back. Because that's a bonus action. Eldritch Blast. It's a classic. It is a classic for a reason. Oh, Discord is so angry at me right now. 21? A 21 will hit. 12 points of damage. 12 points of damage. It is bloody. Huh, and here I thought it couldn't look worse. <laughs> well, at this point, there's less of it to look worse. I'll take it. I thought you would. Okay, um, now we're at initiative four, and something else is going to happen. I am going to ask Hobby to make a strength oh. save. Strength, huh? Okay. And you're not strength. making a strength save, don't worry. Strength saving throw, you say? Yes. How's a 16? Success. You feel oh, a strong pull towards this thing, but you're able to dig in your claws and stay put. You magnetize Hoppy? You magnetize Hoppy like the iron filings? However, um, it failed its strength save because I rolled a five for them. So they slide five feet towards you. Ah! This is not something that they wanted to do. Does this mean that Mech gets an attack of opportunity? Uh, no, they're still within range of Mech. 
Okay. And I believe attacks of opportunity are if you choose to leave a, a spot within five like feet pass of pass by. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it didn't choose. It huh. it was still trying to face Mech, and then it just slid along the ground without moving its feet. My, that's interesting. Concerning, even. Oh, very much so. There will certainly be screeching about you magnetize hobby like the iron filing death for Borg, death for 1,000 years. Okay, well, what would you like to do? Because it's now your turn. Mm -hmm. Okay. And hobby, you still feel like you're being pulled towards it. Like if you fail the next time I tell you to make a strength saving throw, um, you will be occupying the same five foot space. I do not want to play Let's Kiss with a zombie Borg. <laughs> Probably for the best. It doesn't even have a breath mint. No. On the other hand, hmm. <sighs> On the other hand, perhaps it is not inappropriate to do a certain amount of let's dance. Can I basically weave around behind it? You can. You could also bonus action disengage. And move away from it? It would cost your bonus action, but you'd be able to be more than five feet away from it without invoking an attack of opportunity. Yes, but it's just going to keep coming after me. Hmm. Yes, while well, you and all your friends whittle it down. I see. People think you... Th- would it be better to try to kite this thing around? Actually, it, it might would- be better to kite it away from Cavill. It would like to not be a kite. <laughs> that is its problem. Could you put the Very screen well, away, yes. please? Yes, let us do a disengage. Does that move me to there? Or does that move me you, further? You got um, your full movement, I think, if I remember correctly. Okay, I would like to move... Wait, 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 wait. Let me check something, because I haven't done rogues before, and I haven't done tons of stuff before, and... I can take a bonus action to disengage, which means that I can get an attack and then disengage, right? Yes. Okay. In that case, for my first thing, I would like to swipe at it with the dagger that I drew while I was putting myself valiantly between it and um, Cavill. And then you will put Mech valiantly between you and Victor Borg. Uh, Heck yeah. Nine will not hit. Well, I guess that's what happens when you slash at things and go, oh, crap. Let's see. Actually, I'll go about here. Slash okay. and run. Seems like a good plan. Uh-huh. Possibly yelling things about this way, ugly and decaying. Quite possibly. Uh, Victor is going taunt, to turn taunt. and take a swipe at Cavill. Ah! That's exactly what I didn't want it to do. I rolled All a right. seven. <laughs> it's not good at. And it is again going to switch arms and use the pointy one instead of the one with just fleshy bits at the end. Not Fingers good. are not as long as a sword. Um, however, that's a six. <laughs> Is that really all you can do? Apparently so. Don't say that, Cav, a little breathe fire next. I like how EO complains about D&D Beyond hating them. <laughs> and I'm rolling, that was a two on the die, okay? <laughs> <sighs> okay. Zombies get no I'm luck. sharing my bad luck. It's contagious. <laughs> it was only a matter of time. Stonebrook, would you like to break the trend of low rolls? Wait, when yes. did I get a turn? <laughs> did I get a turn? Who? Me? Mech. Um, when you... does Mech get the turn? I think I rolled the oh, 10. crud. Yeah. I see what's going on. Um, I reused the encounter tracker from last time, and you weren't in it last time. 
Oh, well, that would do it. I think I rolled a 10, but I don't remember. Okay, so let's see if I can edit this. Sure. And I can't remember how many health points Cavill gave Mac because my character sheet disappeared. In Seven. The Seven? Okay. Awesome. Cool. What the heck? All right, let me know when you're ready to roll or whatever. Game is going, what the heck? This is concerning. Mm. Well, I'm... I go into the manage characters thing, and it says that your character's already added. Clearly, it is not. Great. Someone cast invisible on your character. <laughs> I'm going to do a thing, and it might break a bunch of things. Okay. But this is how I fixed it before. I remove the campaign, I add the campaign, uh -oh. and then save. Resume encounter, and good news, it did not break everything. Okay. Yay! It broke what your initiative rolls. Okay, I had a 10. So I'm putting in a 10 for mech. Uh -huh. I, I remember Hobby had a 23. Uh -huh. I had a 12. 11 for Tex. What did Cavill roll? Cavill's roll was in the chat, I remember. I want to say <laughs> a 6. Bless you. 5. Thank you. 5, okay. It kept all the rolls for the NPCs because they weren't really uh. added again. <laughs> well, that um, makes sense then, yeah. But lesson learned, from now on, every time I build a new encounter, I'm just going to have all of the players in it, whether or not they're appearing in this film or not. Valid. Yeah, that makes sense. And I'll just skip over them. A's been in the initiative tracker since session one. Oh. So, yeah. So, Mech, mm -hmm. because we've been skipping around, and specifically skipping you, right. which is very rude of me. <laughs> What would you like to do? Okay, well, first I'm going to initiate my rage program. Should take two seconds. Boop, boop. Okay, now I'm going to pull the battle axe off of my back, and I'm going to hit this thing with it, specifically aiming for its head in an attempt to separate it from the rest of the creature. In my head canon, there's a pop-up that says, would you like to run your rage protocol in administrative mode? <laughs> no. <laughs> I will administrate it myself. Okay, so I'm going to roll two hits. I've somehow got, uh, let's see, it's an eight <laughs> total. Uh, an eight misses. Okay. Um, I have one action, one attack per action, so I think that's probably it. But we, it's round two, and okay. during round one, it was also in range of you. So go ahead. Try oh it again. Oh my gosh, Ellie, it looks like you are trying to rage. I can help with that. Oh no! <laughs> and Tom, would you like to upgrade your rage to premium? Clippies no. does <laughs> manage to, to instill a rage in anyone who has had to deal with Clippy. Yes. You know what, Ellie and Tom, if you don't have inspiration, you're wrong. <laughs> so basically you're saying I get to hit it again, or try? Yes. Okay. I don't normally go back in time, but this is and... a fail on my part, so... That one's a 14. A 14 will hit. All right, so here comes the damage. And I've rolled one. Okay. Well, that's still <laughs> four points of damage for you. Okay. Well, from you, not for From you. me, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, it did not get returned to sender. <laughs> I think that's about all I can do. Do I have a bonus action? I do. Two weapon fighting. Okay. Does the arm blade count as a second weapon? Um... As a bonus action? Sure. I don't know. Sure? Okay. Well, actually, so, is your battle axe two-handed? It is. Okay, then... So I can't do the other one I right wouldn't. now. I think it is. Let me check. Um, you could kick. I could kick. <laughs> I could kick. Which direction? <laughs> uh, doesn't matter, but just like a football. 
<laughs> just like yes. a quick round. Okay. Yeah, it's um. Okay, I'm looking at the weapon. It's a two-handed great axe. Okay. Um, I said battle axe, but it's a great axe. Okay, yeah. So in that case, I'm going to um attempt. Like, how tall is this thing compared to me? It's average human sized. Average human sized. So. Okay. So I'm going to um attempt to kick it like square in the chest, like sort of a ninja-looking move, and see if I can slide it past Cavill. That'd be fun. Yeah, I don't uh, know what the heck to roll for that, though. Just roll a, um, roll a strength roll. Strength roll. Okay, strength roll. <laughs> That's a two for a total of five. Um, I'm going to say that you do manage to lift your foot and kick at it, but it seems to be pushing against your foot as hard as your foot pushes against it, and there's a metallic clang as the metal pieces bounce off of each other a little bit. Okay. Did I kick hard enough to break any little pieces off? Yes, but they apparently were cosmetic. Oh. Curses. All right. All right. That's all I got right now. It, it is no longer a mint condition. However, it hasn't been in mint condition since your friends got a hold of it. So It wasn't in mint condition when it showed up. This is also true. That was mint condition seriously was used. Yeah, I mean, that, that was a used zombie. More like moldy condition. Yeah, very in poor. In any case, it is now in Bad rating on eBay. And I'm going to need two more strength saves. One for you and one for them. It's a no, hang on a second. Wait, what? Oh, wait. No, I'm, I see what I did. That's my problem. Again, thank you for helping me keep track. Because we're, I'm, I'm talking about Mech, who was just added to initiative. The initiative mm -hmm. tracker remembered it was Cavill's turn, so Cavill was highlighted. So I went and clicked next and skipped Cavill. Oops. Oh, yes. okay. This is <clears throat> totally it. my fault. And I apologize. Cavill. But hang on. Cavill goes on a five. And neither Stonebrook nor I have had a uh, turn this round. Okay. So here's what happened. Remember I said it broke everything? Mm -hmm. It couldn't even remember which of you had first initiative. Oh. So, wow. So we've had Stonebrook go. We had Mech go. It's Texas' turn, I guess. Cavill gets to throw an Eldritch Blast in there somewhere, probably. But Tex, what would you like to do? Did Stonebrook go? Not yet, no. You know what? Everyone just roll something. <laughs> <laughs> Dog pile on Victor Borg. Are we just... <laughs> we, we are should we rolling be on, initiative or what are we doing? No, we, the, we the should be on Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's my turn next. The yes. initiative tracker got borked, so please, someone roll something. Okay. <laughs> and just kill this thing. It's okay. time for the otter. Okay. Stonebrook yeah. is going to dash up it. here. Um, kind of timing it that like when Mech kicked at this thing and it's, mm -hmm. I guess, kind of bouncing on one foot. And mm -hmm. what it's doing is it's trying to slash at the other, he's trying to slash at the other foot. So. Wait, Mech's the one lifting the foot. Are you slashing? Yeah, yeah, no, he, no, he, he's, he's, he's slashing at the, the zombie thing and a 12 okay, is probably not going to hit. If you decided to go super villain, I mean, no. thank you for not letting me know in advance. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> and, and, and that's, a, and that's a 12 and I probably missed. Uh, 12 so, will uh, unfortunately not hit. And I'm going to use my bonus action to get the heck out of the way. So so he slashed, missed, bounces back. So remember the Monty Python bit where it's a dance where a guy keeps moving forward and slapping someone with a fish? And yes. Back, back. Yes. That. <laughs> <laughs> it's this, but it's an otter with knives. Yes. <laughs> if if I'd had a chance to go fishing, I could have had some fish with, in each, in each claw first. It's right over there. <laughs> it's still an idea. Yes, it can still be done. Okay, so who else is rolling something? Because I don't know the initiative order anymore. 
I don't even know which Next is. goes Tex. Yeah, Tex is next. Oh, okay. okay. Tex is next. I think so, because you got both your turns there. Yes, yes. So I think it gets Tex next, and then it'll be Cavill, and then it's Hobby, and then the DM can can rearrange everything. Oh, right, and, and after after Cavill, the, the zombie goes. Is this zombie wearing clothes of any kind? Um, by a certain definition of clothing, yes. It, it has circuitry and metal panels and stuff covering any unmentionables that it might still have if okay. it brought it off. Tex is going to grab it by the back of the neck and lift it up. That's going to be a grapple check. Uh, it's got to be to 22. Uh, I got an 18. So, no, you do manage to pick it up like a squirming cat. Ew. Roadkill. Now, let's stop sliding around the room and stay put. Because of how you chose to grab it, I'm going to say it's kind of swinging its arms in a falling motion, but not able to make purchase on anything. And until it's turned, it's not going to be able to. So, Mech already got a turn. Right. So now it is Cavill's turn. Yes. Well, the thing I was going to do, um... Does not seem like a good idea anymore. So, um... I assume when it's being lifted, I can step back without getting attack of opportunity. Um, it seems to be otherwise engaged at the moment. It might be so you try and make a swing at you, but not very good. I am going to take a step back out of range. Can these spells things stop covering over all my spells? It does attempt to take a swing at you, but it doesn't have the range. So it just ineffectually, like, like someone reaching for their alarm clock. When it's going off, <laughs> but their cat moved it a bit further away from the bed than was originally intended. So, mm, mm. cute hex and eldritch blast. Um, I'm going to use my inspiration. A fourteen will hit. Excellent, and that will be thirteen damage, unless it's immune to necrotic damage from hex. It does not appear to be immune to necrotic damage from Hex. Excellent. Because I recognize that this is a potential concern with, um... Zombies. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's not technically a zombie, so... Yay! Uh, now, I think we're at initiative four, are we? Yeah, I think okay. so. Because I've been wrong several times tonight. <laughs> Another strength right. check for Hobby? Um... Another strength check for Hobby, and this time it's actually going to be a strength check for Tex. Hobby makes it easily. Uh, strength save? Or save. strength check? Yes, I meant save. Okay. Um, Tex, you lose your grip on Victor Borg. Okay. They are pulled horizontally out of your grip directly towards Hobby. Now, you may notice if you look at the map that this does imply a certain problem because normally... An opponent cannot exist in the same five-foot square as an ally. However, they're not technically in the same five-foot square if they are at a higher altitude. However, however, or on the gripping hand, as it were, when Which the gripping, gripping hand especially. is no longer gripping, gravity takes Gravity grips. Mm. Matt, could you make and it a doesn't dexterity give save for me? What am I making? <laughs> dexterity save. Dexterity save. Okay. Dodge, dodge. Um, I got an 11 total. Um, you take five bludgeoning points of damage 
as Victor Borg lands on you. Great. Sorry. You are knocked prone. Okay. Um, Victor landed on his feet, though. Okay. He's coming to get you, Hobby. <laughs> Sorry, zombie thing. You know. Um, Hobby, I think it's your turn now? Yes. Hobby is going to slash at Victor again if Victor is in range. I assume Victor is in range. Victor looks like yes. Victor might be in range. Yes. Okay, let's hit with the dagger. Or will Victor 14 is, hit? Yes, it will. Victor is slightly oh, off center because I want mechs to still be visible. Oh, that makes sense. Eight points. All right, Hobby. How do you want to mm-hmm. do this? Hobby in a somewhat concerning kind of way has done the slash through probably attempting to sever the throat actually if it's not too tall on the grounds that if the head falls off it can't see to follow anymore right right maybe not possibly do me a favor roll a d20 for a d20 yes okay 1d20 roll them a seven. seven let's see Ooh, fancy the other thing that hobby is going to do is disengage and move without even seeing what the dagger strike has done Okay. Um, so Victor collapses with the head. It, Victor is now nearly headless Victor. Yay! Not quite decapitated, but close enough for government work and whatever organization you are a part of. Um, there's some debate about that. Victor collapses. Unfortunately, this is still on top of Mech. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and well, if he's a, collapsed on top of me, I'm going to see if I can... Remove the rest of his head. Um, you could easily do that, or you could try standing up. Um, Victor is technically dead weight. Was technically mm-hmm. dead weight before, right? But now a different definition of dead weight, right? Not weakling dead weight. Yes, we are out of initiative at this point. Although okay. hobby, you are still being pursued. Great. Go, ahead, go to the initiative store. <laughs> yes, you yeah, are being pursued I'd... by a small oh. piece of metal rolling towards you. Hmm. Mac, what would you like to do? I'm going to use, since he's basically on top of me, I'm going to use my arm blade. I'm going to try to sever whatever is between uh, his, I guess, his neck, whatever's left, you know, separate his head from the body if I can. And, the tendons. Uh, yeah, well, he's part mechanical, too, so we'll see, you know? Yeah, but, you know, wires can be cut. Yes. And th- th- there's there's not too much holding it together after everything everyone's done. Um, it occurs to several of you, whether you wanted it to occur to you or not, that um, Victor's head would only take a little bit of work to make a wonderful additional hat for Stonebrook. Because Stonebrook <laughs> was heartbroken after the loss of his previous chapeau. I would like to cast Eldritch Blast several times until it is no longer suitable for hat wearing. Boo. <laughs> I'm assuming that if I manage to cut that head off, it's like rolling across the floor. <laughs> Here's my head cannon. You mm-hmm. reach out. Head cannon? Yep. Yes. You reach out, cut the head off, stand oh. up. The rest of the corpse rolls <laughs> off of you onto the ground. Mm-hmm. And as you are poor Yorking the mm-hmm. head. Yes. Several Eldritch Blasts hit it in a row, just pulverizing it. See, that's the head. I'm the cannon. 
Right. And I let I let the little pieces fall through my fingers and onto the ground. A wise barbarian once said, that's how you know they're dead. No, they're dead, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is ancient wisdom. Uh-huh. It's and getting more still ancient still... ten years ago now, I think. Details, details. <laughs> and anyway, there's still there's a small piece of metal rolling after Hobby. Yeah, it, it's it's oblong. Um it's not spherical or cylindrical it's more like a lozenge shape is it the medulla amlagata it is not hey hobby do you mind if i put that in my pocket also if you say yes i'm going to shake you to see if you're possessed i mean it's probably going to try to magnetize our pockets together but okay it's probably after one of the ones i picked up Hmm. do you stay still as it's moving towards you or are you going to keep moving away from it Hobby is, is sort of going to be walking circles around everything as needed. I want to pick it up and see how strong the tug is. Um, surprisingly not that strong right now, considering that it pulled Victor Borg out of Texas' hands. That's weird. Maybe the other things that are were in the thing are make, made it stronger yank interesting always concerning when you say those things so uh, hobby is going to see you know she knows she's got a couple of things in her pocket that she picked up various places and she's going to take them both out and see which one is actually the one being tugged towards because she's pretty sure that's what's going on there doesn't seem to be that much of a a tug anymore right now it seems to have worn off a bit um, but what little you... Oh, give me an investigation check. Let's put it this way. Okay. Investigation. Yeah. Yeah, you can't tell which one it was being attracted to. Hmm. But it was Does a it fatal mean... attraction. Very. <laughs> For the other guy. <laughs> yep. Excellently fatal. There was even some... <laughs> slowly coming from the singing monolith off in the distance. Uh, but we've been playing for about an hour. What do you say we take a short break? Yep. Good idea. Okay. Wonderful. All right. We're back. And it occurs to me that I explained this before I hit the record button at the beginning of the session and then totally glossed over it for the actual recording. So for the sake Oops. of our fine listeners at home, you might have noticed that Chadrick is not here, although Chadrick was here last session. And um, Mech is here. And Mech was not here last session. Right. So here's what happened. When you were all deciding, we should probably have a long rest right after you enter this giant cavern, Chadrick realized Chadrick had a bed, and all Chadrick had to do was use the flagstone to ask for a teleportation home to have an actual bed, and perhaps even a shower. So that's what Chadrick did. Meanwhile, Mech Sensible. had been away for a while, and we might, we might address later what Mech was doing, and Mech decided it'd be a good idea to join their friends. So, Mech teleported in. And it's a good thing it was coordinated by a third party, because otherwise there might have been a telefrag. Oh, no. (laughs) No, there wouldn't have been. They are able to use the flagstones to track you so they know exactly where you are. That you are not a particle, so they not only know your location, but your speed. We're not quantum? No. If you go quantum, it is not their problem. Wonderful. I don't want to go quantum. That is not part of my career goals. However, Nor what, mine. what you probably need to do is go hiking because you've got 
maybe not a whole five miles, but you got about five miles of walking to do. And this is after your long rest. You had a nice dip in the pond, had some breakfast that may or may not have included macaroni. Yay! None of which was glued to the tabaxi, except possibly by the tabaxi. That's for later. I'm just saying, cheese can be sticky. Yeah, that's for later. You know, when you groom yourself. And I won't ask if the amount that Hobby ate was just enough to see the bottom of the bowl and then you decided it was empty. <laughs> Hobby is slightly better trained than that. I like how you used the word trained. Well, I mean, when you're a small tabaxi growing up in a family of traditional tieflings, there's a certain amount of mm, table manner training. There's nature and there's nurture is what you're saying. And then there's macaroni. And then there's macaroni. Anyway, at first your journey towards the same monolith inside this cavern is fairly easy. The ground is uneven, but not so uneven that it's a problem. You've been through forests where the walking was more difficult. You've had roads with potholes that were more difficult than this. When you get to the edge of the grove, that's when it starts to be a problem. Because at first it's just small things that... Some of them, you can sort of nudge them with your foot and they move out of the way. Then some of them are larger and some of them are larger and some of them take more pushing to nudge because there's other things on the other sides of them and there's a lot of inertia. Some just don't move. Some of them, when you move, you find something was squashed underneath. So there's a certain amount of mass involved where maybe it's not best to be on ground level next to these. Um, eventually, through trial and error, it occurs to the party that you're probably going to need to go over rather than through these things. Climb the dice! You're going to have to climb the dice, and I'm going to ask for one dexterity roll for each of you for this entire journey. Okay. One Wonderful. dexterity roll. I'm going to All say right. you're going to make it, but we're going to find out how elegantly you make it. Okay. Is that a dex save? No. Oh, I just have failed. Like <laughs> just, just a dex check. Okay. Dex check. Okay. Yeah, I th I've got a five total. Okay. Um, so let's start off talking about Hobby. Hobby, with your 22, how graceful do you go from die to die? Well, think streaky, a cat streaking through the house with the zoomies playing cat parkour at three in the morning and somehow managing to not actually knock anything over. I rule to disbelieve. <laughs> so Harbu becomes the opposite of Jin. <laughs> yes, Jin has never made a stealth check or dex roll in his life. <laughs> Jin really is a fuzzy cannonball. Yes. All right. And now we're going to go to the other side of the spectrum. Mac, with your uh -huh. five, how do things go poorly for you? Um, so I'm climbing a dice, is that right? A really large you're, dice? You're climbing multiple and going multiple. from one large die to the next. Okay, so I think what I'm going to do is, if I'm tall enough, I'm going to try to scale the one closest to me, and then I think I'm going to attempt to jump to the next one, and this probably will not work out well. That's how I fail. Okay, so you, you go to make the jump and either jump too far or not far enough, it's the same result either way. There is some sliding and some scrabbling and one brief moment where it might not be said out loud, but what people hear in their heads is, no, not like this. 
not like this. <laughs> and then you're temporarily gone before someone can toss you a rope or something and help you climb back up again. Right. Um, Maybe I'll just walk around them. They're, they go all the way around. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So there's no, okay. unfortunately, no walking around. You, you've got to awkwardly go from one to the next. Um, Tech's got a nine, so it's not as catastrophic failure. You know, you know how Tex has a hammer? If I had a hammer. <laughs> I'd hammer. Getting over it with Ben and Foddy. I don't get the reference. I don't. It's the game where you're a guy in a cauldron and you have a hammer and you have to ha- use oh. the hammer to climb a mountain. I've never played that game, but I had rage-inducing moments just seeing ads for that game. <laughs> it's the game that's made specifically so streamers can get angry while playing it because that gets people to watch. Wow. Um, okay. But with a nine, somehow you manage to pull it off. Just meanwhile, Hobby is literally running circles around you. And boing, 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 Stonebrook boing. got a 16. Cavill got a 14. Those are both. They're not. Neither of you is going as graceful as Hobby is, but you're doing quite well. And for Stonebrook, we can just say it's a matter of the fact that, well, Stonebrook is shorter. So Stonebrook doesn't have the ability to make the same leaps. Right. Hobby is making. Also, we're not a tabaxi. Little tiny legs. Yes. <laughs> yes. There, there may or may not have been a point where you managed to grab onto Hobby while Hobby was bolting past, and you did, in <laughs> fact, have a mount for a brief amount of time. <laughs> now, when the swimming Whee! contest comes. <laughs> yeah, well, the swimming contest comes, you get to go have it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> And after after pretty much a full day of this, because it's only maybe a five mile trip, actually you find out it's it's under five miles. A five mile tour. Oh no! I there is a boat tour you can take of the Thousand Islands in Canada, and there's a one hour version and a three hour version. And I can tell you from personal experience, they do not like when you sing the Gilligan's Island theme on the tour. (laughs) (laughs) And <laughs> why do they offer one that's three hours? Because over a thousand islands in the thousand islands. Hmm. They and, ought to offer a four hour one and just, you know, why? And there are some people who don't understand that after you've seen the first 10 islands, the following 990 islands are not going to look that much different. <laughs> Anyway, um, it's a day of it, and you manage to get to what appears to be the edge, the other edge of the grove. The grove doesn't get smaller on the other side like it did on the way in. It just goes from 20-foot-high polyhedral forms to... Oh, there's a cliff there. Hello? Um, There's probably a bottom to that cliff. It When people say bottomless cliff, pit it's usually not actually bottomless but um i remember the spring briefing i i can't see the bottom there you you can see the monolith though it's right there uh in the middle of this giant pit it's very tall it also goes down quite a ways you can't quite see the bottom of it either but it's glowing it's just the glow keeps going down beyond what you can see um perspective is weird uh, but you can see, because of the glowing and some sunlight that's coming down from somewhere, out along the edge of this giant circular pit. And not exactly on the far side of it, but fairly 
far distance from where you are, there appears to be what people from thousands of years in the future would recognize as some kind of research station. There's all kinds of mechanical equipment and antennas and more than one thing that looks like a satellite dish all pointed towards the singing monolith and what appears to be an oversized boom microphone. It even has a little fuzzy thing you put on the end of it. (laughs) I guess they're listening to it sing. Time to start walking. Again. Well, you've reached the edge. If you walk around the edge, you will not get closer to the monolith at any point. Right, but we can get to the research station. Yeah. Um, Give me a history check at advantage. Oh. Everybody? Anyone who cares to. Probably a good idea. History check at advantage. Oh, that was on 19. Well, I said at advantage. So you roll in it got knocked from a 19 to something lower. It got got knocked from a 19 to a 1. Oof. A 12. So you roll twice, yes? Yeah. Okay, got a 12 and a 5. 17. So I have no idea. Okay, so here's the thing. The history check wasn't to see what you could remember of this location. It was to remember a conversation you had. I remember this conversation. (laughs) Yep. There's Ogmanites here. There's Ogmanites here. And they are scientifically and perhaps emotionally invested in the continued existence of the singing monolith. AKA, this was in the briefing. Well, briefing number two. We're not going to the research station. Uh, I mean, you can. The DM can't stop you. I mean, we're just we're, we're just a repair team. We, your monolith's got a, a, a twisted uh, trap at the bottom of it. We got to get across to uh, to fix it. You know, set the trap in order so that you know it starts singing again. It's currently singing. I'm not sure this will work. Yeah, but is it singing as loud as it could? This is what I'm saying. You got you got a thousand dollars worth of work over there. You got to, I mean, we got to get over there as quickly as possible, or it's going to be two thousand dollars. What do you want? You want to you want to wait and have the repair get worse? Then you're just going to have to pay somebody else to come over and fix it. Not sure they're going to buy that. Besides, do they know how to get over there? Looking yeah, at the research know. station from here, give me an investigation check at disadvantage because you are observing from a distance. Everybody or no? Anyone who cares to. Okay. Investigation check? Yes. Investigation two. Now that's more like it. Um, I have a 17. That's wonderful. A 17 is enough. So the Ogmanites don't have any catwalks or anything set up. I guess they don't have any tabaxi on their team, but, you know, whatever. Uh, So either they don't want to approach the singing monolith or they can't for their own safety. It might be a combination of the two. Knowing the percentage of gnomes that are among the Ogmanites here in Flotsam, um, preserving their own safety has not always been a priority, so it might be that there's something that prevents them from keeping some type of gangplank set up. They are observing from a distance. Hmm. Well, I'm as likely as not to just start climbing down. Um, that's a long pit down. Yeah, but I'm a robot and I don't get tired. Same. I don't know. At the risk of providing more exposition, your method for removing the singing monolith does happen to be a ranged weapon. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's an arrow. I forgot about that. It is um, an arrow with a tiny bag of holding positioned to fall into another 
tiny bag of holding inside the payload of said arrow. The downside is this is literally a long shot. There's actually another downside. Well, you can't see the bottom of this particular downside. No, 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 no. The other downside is who has a bow? You. No. I have one. I took the arrow. Good. The short bow, though, is that going to be, is it going to have enough range? I have a sling. Why do you have a sling? Because. Because, A, you can, when you're bored, you can sort of dangle it and go bat, bat, bat. And B, you can pick up just like any old thing and put it in your sling and go whip, 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 fling. So in case any of you were wondering why I have a crossbow when I have Eldritch Blast. This explains. How far, what's the radius of the pit? A little under a mile. So yeah, that's going to be out of range for short bows. Well, out of range for hitting something accurately, to be sure. Gravity, if you were on level ground, would not allow you to fire for a mile to be certain. Well, I am... You don't have level ground. I am very glad that I just accidentally hit my... (laughs) character sheet and was not rolling for something because that was a nat one (laughs) that's fair and valid Uh, get your nat one out of the way so it's a one in a million shot to be sure but it's not technically impossible if you can get enough momentum behind the arrow because as it curves downward the singing monolith is also going down an incredibly long distance the only question is, would that downward arc of the arrow hit a 90-degree angle before it hit the monolith? Hmm. What's the range of the uh, arrow? Well, the projectile. Well, the range given for a short bow is assuming, one, level ground, and two, hmm. that you're not trying to hit an immensely, impossibly large monolith. Okay. The other question is, does Cavill have a crossbow? Yes. Good. See? Crossbows don't fire arrows. This is correct. They fire bullets. Uh, Right. Which are effectively short arrows. Hmm. Might work. The good news is you can't roll with double disadvantage. (laughs) (laughs) would, Would somebody be able to use Mage Hand or something to take something over? Mage Hand does not have that. Oh, okay. Range. Okay. How far across does the bo- giant boom go? The giant it's boom mic. still on the edge. Okay. Uh, hmm. Nothing is hanging over the edge at the Ogmanite base. So, Maybe so we, should we should talk why something over the edge first. Like what? I've got a jackrock. I pick up a rock and I hurl it as hard as I can towards the monolith. Okay. The rocks are all 20 feet below you. Oh. We're on top of a polyhedral form. Well, I take one of the... No, I'm going to be smart about this. I load my crossbow and I fire a normal bolt towards the monolith. It goes straight as a bolt, I guess, not an arrow, for a considerable distance before arcing down into the pit and out of sight. Is that normal? I think came to destroy it. All right. It didn't disintegrate. Yeah, but I'm saying this. The the question was, is something pulling the arrow down besides gravity? Give me an investigation check. Everybody? Anyone who cares to investigate the trajectory of the crossbow bolt? With an eight? No, that's gravity. No, I've uh, 
I've got a total. I have no idea. Roll 1d20 plus 5? 14. I'm having trouble seeing people's rolls in D&D Beyond. 12. I think I had, I think I had like a 2 or something. I don't remember. I already got rid of it. It's showing me that people have rolled, but it's not showing me any of their results. Oh, Rude. I, I got, got an eight. Down. Jen got a three. Oh, a three. Okay. I'm... Uh, Beth got a twelve. Uh, Eo got a fourteen, and Tom got a seven. Um, so those of you who rolled low mm-hmm. can bicker and argue over whether or not it was gravity or some force was pulling it down. Cabell is fairly certain that it was not gravity. It was not anything beyond gravity that was pulling the bolt down. The arc seemed to be working as intended. It looks like a natural arc. Okay. How close did it get to the... It was out of sight. Mm, It was out of sight before it hit 90 degree angle down. So you can't really tell. Just a question about that boom again. Is that something that's already hanging out over the pit towards the monolith? Um, It's not hanging over the pit. It's If you ever see a behind the scenes of any type of movie or film, there's always that one guy who's holding a microphone mm-hmm. up in the air on a stick. On a yeah. stick. It's a Imagine that, yeah. but it's not hanging over the edge. It's just being held up in the air by some type of mechanical contraption. Okay, so there's no way to like maybe push that forward towards the pit so that's something we could climb up to get closer? If anything, that might add a few extra feet before it tipped over the edge. Oh, okay. Never mind. I don't suppose anybody it. knows Shape Earth. That is not something I know. Um, okay. where's Meloron? That was completely the wrong name, wasn't it? I don't know. Moralen. Moralen. Oh. Um, good question. It's possible that he also decided, you know, we have beds. We could go sleep in an actual bed and not camp out in a damp cave. Well, someone needs to go get him so he can cast Bless. Fun fact, your flagstones don't necessarily have a range limit. Really? And their group communication. They're sending stones. Uh, Modified okay. sending stones. I would like to call Morolan. I'm up. I'm up. Wonderful. Get us we pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> we need you laugh. to come here to cast a bless on Hobby because our mission objective is in sight. And well. And if you could buy a longbow, that'd be good. That's right. true. Yeah, we can't need a bow. But we right. don't have okay. any I, I'm, money. I'm just going to get some breakfast first, maybe some coffee. Fine. Um, maybe get a shower. Don't need all <sighs> of that. Just appear. Well, we I need the bow. Me. I will okay. press the digitate to you clean. But we need the bow. not like we have a time limit. Well, the players we can... do. But... <laughs> mm-hmm. right. yes, I mean, well. we can camp out right here. Yes, but also I don't want to get... Noticed by the Ogmanai. I mean, I know they're all the way on the other side, but they're doing Ogmanite things. It does sound like they're in the middle of a shift change. They're busy. Could be an opportunity. I hate replacing keycaps. Oh! Ellie, you are a (laughs) troll. It is by sheer force of will that I am not laughing out loud at some of the jokes that have been said recently. Oh! Something's going to break. But, all right, after a bit more grumbling, because I foolishly did not add a limit to how many times you can use 
the flagstones for talking to each other in your group, just for talking to member services. That's because member services doesn't want to be bothered by us. I believe that's canon. It's, yeah. They put it in a nicer way when they explained it to you. The heck, yes. we know. <laughs> See, what I we would have done thing. is there's no limit on the number of times you can call member services. Once per day is free. There are a number of us. We could take turns. Mo has handed you a contract. At the top of it, it says consultant. <laughs> handed who a contract? Well, clearly text. Uh. <laughs> uh, because Mo is the primary investor for creating Flag, because Mo is fabulously wealthy. The richest one. <clears throat> and Mo does this because Mo expects a return on the investment. With this said, after some grumbling and griping and coffee and maybe a prestidigitation and maybe some bedhead, <laughs> Morlon appears and is able to cast Bless on whoever will take the longbow out of Morlon's hand. Longbows are gonna probably you're gonna proficient. be like deck space. I'm, I'm pretty sure you're proficient. Also, I am proficient in crossbow. The longbow is taller than the otter folk. Yeah, so, there's, no, there's no way I'm going to be able to do it. <laughs> if one of you is holding the longbow while the otter folk pulls it back, <laughs> you will have oh, no. the ballista. That's true. Yes. Tex can use a longbow. Tex is going to have to be Tex because I am proficient in crossbow. Why do we have an arrow and not a bolt? Because they weren't planning for us. The, this arrow was not designed for this mission. This arrow was a weapon of mass destruction that was salvaged and handed to you in a last-ditch effort during an orbital bombardment. Tex has a dexterity of plus zero. We have a problem. <laughs> and Bardic Inspiration in Bless. Uh, give me a moment. Um... Tex is a fighter. Tex uses strength for attack rolls. Not with bows. Bows require dex. They're, they're not finesse weapons. Huh. I got a plus three in dex, but I don't have longbow as a thing. So. Right, right. Okay, um, so, all right. Head we could throw if we Look, need to. Maybe we need to fly over. Proficiency is just, you add your proficiency bonus. Hobby's dex is plus four. Hobby is going to be our best one at this, whether she's specifically proficient in longbow or not, because... Tex being proficient in longbow, but having a plus zero only has a plus two because that's her proficiency. I I will do something nice. Uh, hmm? I have an optional plus one D eight, if that helps. Wait. How do you have a optional plus one D eight? It's a maneuver. I add one D I add a, it's precision strike. Maneuver, maneuver, maneuver. Precision that, attack. That when you could potentially be a lot more, or it could be a one. That's up for the party to decide. But here's the thing. I will allow someone else who is proficient in bows. or No, rather, I, I will allow someone else to sight down the arrow while the person using the bow is pointing in the right direction and offer advice slash assistance so that it can be rolled at advantage. Stonebrook's already... And Proficient in climbing on my shoulders. Yeah, I mean, I can, I can basically be the cider or whatever that term mm -hmm. is, spotter. 
And Hobby can take the shot. Or statistically, that one day is better. Statistically, the the text has the better... Also, statistically, you only have a 1 in 20 chance of rolling in that one. But, yes. Mm -hmm. By the way, for the record, I can't hear someone say the word maneuver without hearing it in Eddie Izzard's voice. (laughs) And I am going to put a hand on Tex's other shoulder and encourage her. So I, I can climb up on Tex's one shoulder. Um, what am I rolling as basically the spotter? You don't have to roll oh, anything. But you don't have to roll anything. You're just giving advantage. Oh, okay. Perfect. Okay. Yes. Normally that would not be allowed in combat, but your target isn't trying to run. <laughs> True. So... I've got Bless, I've got Precision Attack, I've got Bardic Inspiration. Hoppy is praying. (laughs) That's all Hoppy can do. Praying to God. What is is Bless again? Bless is 1d4. Mm -hmm. Bardic Inspiration is 1d8 at this level? 1d6. 1d6. So 1d4 plus 1d6 plus 1d8 plus... Yeah, I'm only a Bard 1. 2. I will not recite the line from Clue. So two plus two, one plus one plus two plus one. I was trying to not screw you up as you typed all that out. <laughs> and uh, this is not a deception roll. <laughs> if it is, you've already lost. The singing monolith sees through your deception. It knows your lies so and trickery. Ultimately a 21. So you let this arrow fly, and it goes straight and true up into oh, gravity. What's that? That is ultimately a 21. I forgot to roll an advantage. Okay. <laughs> up until gravity pulls onto it, and the, it starts its inevitable arc. But you knew this was coming because the bolt did the same thing. And it goes further than the bolt did because magically augmented. We've already learned what happens when you magically augment text. Things bounce off of doors. <laughs> and just like the bolt, it arcs out of sight before it reaches a 90 degree angle. I have a concern that we have thrown away our shot. And oh. then there's nothing. Is there more nothing than there was? Is it a horrible, ghastly silence? There wasn't nothing before. There is nothing now. Before there was something. Even there air was is something. But then there's nothing we might have woke something up. Where the monolith used to be. Uh-oh. Wonderful. And there the is... The Agmonites are going to be so ticked. There is a deafening silence. You have the feeling that there should be a roar, a cacophony. There is a large <laughs> amount of wind blowing at your back as the vacuum of this huge space that used to have a thing in it is quickly filled by the surrounding atmosphere. Brace for the sonic boom. Otter leap backwards. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. I am grabbing onto my little flagstone thing and possibly going to be invoking it very quickly with a beaming up if needed. That might be why, because a lot of these polyhedral shapes are popping. It's still silent. I feel... They, they pop in a way where you feel like viscerally there should be a sound or vibration, but they're just bursting and there's a bit of blue smoke that just evaporates. Blue smoke? Yes. Hmm. 
they're not all going in a wave. It's sort of randomized, but they're going, and you're on top of some 20-foot tall ones next oh, to a cliff. Oh, no. Oops. Let's go. Everybody down. Yep. Everybody hit the flagstones. It's time to go. Oh, crap. I hope Evac. the Arcanites aren't going to die. Evac, <laughs> Evac. Member services, how can we help you? Get us out of here. Right. Where would you like Please. your destination to be? Home. Okay. Uh, we do have a waiting the list. Location right now. No, the location no, of no, the base. No. The base. Now. Receiving is currently occupied. We are trying to get those individuals to leave in an orderly fashion. Uh, they do not have the same number of limbs they had when they went on the mission, so there's a bit of a mess. Back okay. to the back to the singing hills. Please hold. Um, it's carpet hills. And now you are suddenly in a receiving room. There oh. is a there is oh. a an arcane teleportation circle on the floor. There is a significant amount of blood smeared towards the door that was recently closed. You can still hear some moaning and screaming from whoever was drugged out of this room. But all of you seem to be in one piece. Quick pat down to check all the parts. They are all there. <laughs> Except for the ones you didn't have. Well, that was a fascinating disaster. Let's try at getting rid of those undead again tomorrow. Sounds like a wonderful idea, yes. If there's any left. Well, Everything was blowing up. That's why it was a fascinating disaster. We will see what's left tomorrow. Okay. I'll head over to make the report. And... I think I'll come with you, Tex. We'll have to ask the Ogmanites what the heck they did. And that's yeah. where we're going to the end. The blue smoke time. was interesting, though. That's what powers me. Oh, it was very interesting. It's also what powers the uh, the thing on the moon. Interesting. I don't know the same character. I'm just saying this mm -hmm. as a thought. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, so let's go explain that the Ogmanites did something. Yes, explaining to the Ogmanites that you know something happened will definitely not um, arouse our suspicions. Well, we were there. I mean, member services knows we're there. Member something services knows services where we were. And flag are not actually affiliated with the Ogmanites. They exactly. The we're Ogmanites and we're not things. explaining to the Ogmanites anything. We're explaining to member services that the Ogmanites did something. It must have been the Ogmanites because something happened and there were Ogmanites. Exactly. QED. The Ogmanites did something. All the stuff started going boom. Anyway, thank you everyone for listening. Thank you everyone for playing. My name is Crash, and I was joined by a bunch of awesome people, including Beth, Ellie, Eo, Jen, and Tom. Who wants to plug a thing? Can I, before we do plugs, can I ask a question? Go right ahead. Ogma's a neutral god. Yes. Knowledge is knowledge. You can use it for good, or you can use it for ill, but it's still worth knowing. I feel like we're in such trouble. The DM is smiling. I know. No, I unplugged my weapon. How, how long has that been there? <laughs> uh, no plugs tonight. Okay. No plugs for anyone? Um, oh. Mom writes books. Yeah, Eo's mom writes books. <laughs> Elizabeth McCoy, Dad. Elizabeth-McCoy.com, and one of these days we'll get the no-dash version working too. But you can certainly just look them up on, like, you know, Apple iBooks thing, Amazon, Nook, Kobo. You can ask your library to get it through Overdrive. You know, just because they're, they're real cheap for libraries. 
You can't just I like ask the author for a PDF? You can, and depending on your sob story, you might get a coupon for the Smashwords version. <laughs> but also, depending on your sob story, the author may point out that the most expensive one is like five or six bucks at most. I'm and the rest of them are all below to a, that. To a story that was shared in our Discord. Yes, well, I'm, I'm just being... Um, I'm, I'm just pointing it out that you can... But also, they're extremely inexpensive books. When you can get it from your library, even... you don't ask the author to help you steal their book. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yes. You, you say you can get it from the library, and then you ask your library, and they're, they're like list price or even lower for a library, because I love libraries. There you go. So all you need is the Libby app and your library card and the library to get the thing, and you're set. Can confirm you I have the Libby app. Yeah. Speaking of books. Oh, <laughs> okay. My website is bookofgen at bookofgen.net. It's got currently a lot of Diablo stuff on it because that's what I've been playing lately. And it's got book reviews and all these other things. I post things there whenever I have time and energy to do it. But um, in addition to that, I'm also the host of the Shattered Soulstone podcast. You can find it at shatteredsoulstone.com. It focuses on the Diablo games and the community that loves them. New episodes come out every Saturday, usually. And speaking of being able to get episodes. Well, you can get the episodes early if you are one of our patrons. We have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Gaming. Help us keep the lights on, along with other illustrious patrons, including Chris, Ellie, Eric, Mickey, Shanshen, Walter, and patron emeritus, Cindy. And until next time, this is Crash saying, hmm, a magical item I had is, uh, I had it here somewhere. Where'd it go? And all over Circulus, various individuals are having moments just like that, where some powerful relic of a bygone era that perhaps they had found or purchased or had been passed down through their family for generations is just not there anymore. Some of them oh, got nine to see house. It. Is my patron oh, going no. to be mad at me? Some of them got to see the item disappear in a puff of blue smoke while all of their friends kept their magical items why did theirs get targeted who knows well someone might know and on the moon Oops. a particular device Crap. that was used for good and for ill which may have been broken one last time by a giant dragon foot accidentally on purpose and a small cobalt scaled not cobalt um not cobalt that's a different character that i'm creating um, a small charcoal-colored kobold who was convinced not to fix the thing for various reasons um, was not there to witness all the blue smoke leaving the broken device on the moon and evaporating. And suddenly, Circulus is not unmagical, but less magical than it used to be. Good night, everybody.